Hey there, and welcome to this week's Jewelry Navigator podcast. This week, I decided to do something a little different. Since we're all in the middle of this COVID-19 crisis, I felt like reaching out and sharing some tips and coping strategies we can all use and either be reminded of or introduced to through a friend and jewelry designer, Dana Bush. Dana was a practicing clinical psychologist before she started her jewelry career. She and I have been talking uh, frequently over the last couple of weeks, especially since um, the crisis has really started to heighten here in the United States. And being a global issue, I just felt like it would be a really nice thing to be able just to connect and take a little breather and think about how we can get to the other side of this. It's going to be really important that we continue to connect and use the skills that we have and learn new ones as well. So today's visit was actually a live recording earlier today, and I've converted it into my weekly podcast. I'm figuring this all out just like everybody else is, and I still do have jewelry guests uh, lined up to share their stories, but I just felt like this week would be a really good chance to touch base with everybody and share this information that Dana and I have been discussing There's a coordinating blog post. If it's not up right away, I'm still working on all of that right now, but it does have some wonderful resources, whether you need resources just to learn more coping skills. If you're a small business owner, I've also included some resources and articles on where you might find support during and after the crisis. So I thank you so much for joining me today, and I hope everybody is staying well and healthy and safe, and let's figure out some ways that we can use this time that we're being quarantined and staying safe to become better, to improve, to advance, to learn new things. So I invite you and welcome you today to today's Jewelry Navigator podcast with Dr. Dana Bush. Thank you so much for joining me and welcome aboard. Um, For today, it's just going to be you and I talking and I'm going to send out a welcome message and whoever can hear me, um, go ahead and answer me in in the messages. Let me introduce myself quickly. My name is Brenna Pakes. I'm a graduate gemologist, also known as Jewelry Navigator. And uh, Dana and I met last summer through a trade show and we've become fast friends. I've really enjoyed getting to know Dana. So let me send this message out and welcome everybody. And um, as you join in, please say hello or any kind of greeting and tell us who you are and we'll get started in just a couple of minutes. Fantastic. And I also just, this is Dana, by the way, and my handle is also magic one 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 uh, in the comment boxes but uh i also have given brenna several uh links and resources that i feel uh would be valuable for people at this time uh in terms of you know how to navigate what we're going through and she and i have also talked about looking at probably doing some subsequent talks because obviously this is uh a um a top, uh, a subject that has several different components to it uh, that can't just be brushed over. But, you know, today the focus 
I think is really on uh, the foundational critical piece of some self-care techniques and strategies uh, with then, you know, where we can go from there. So exactly. So just to give you a little background, Dana and I have been bouncing this idea around ever since we realized that, um, you know, a lot of this was building momentum quickly as far as how it's affecting our well-being, our states of mind. And of course, it's it's going to. It's just a matter of fact. It's, it is a crisis, but there are ways that we can shift our perspective and use it to our advantage and come out of the other side um, refreshed and with new perspective and prepared for you know other crises so i i think we can um make some lemonade out of this that sounds right okay all right well let's go ahead and get started i i um have a little introduction here that i'll read and i think that should help us get rolling and as dana mentioned i will have a resource page on my website, jewelrynavigator.com. And I'll also have it as my link in my Instagram bio as well for the for this for the rest of the week and for the next few days so that people can access these resources. It's everything from uh, reminding yourself or learning new coping skills and mechanisms um, to resources that if you're a small business like most of my audience is most of my audience are independent jewelry designers um, jewelry businesses and jewelers who are small businesses most of them are solopreneurs and you know we've had to close up shop and we're doing the best we can to still operate on a um you know, an at-home business. And it's been wonderful, the response that I've seen happening. Um, but at the same time, we're going to need resources in the coming weeks. And some of the um, some of the resources that I'll include are information resources that you can tap into in your local communities, whether it's a small business administration or other um other platforms to tap into so that you have some idea where you can go for um, short-term loans and um, just some other some other great resources. So these are all dark places that come become natural responses to stressful and uncertain times, all of these the stress, anxiety and uncertainty. And the reason for this podcast is to invite you to take a step back and use internal cognitive tools and thought processes to view this time as an opportunity and how to disarm the stress and the threats that we um, we are perceiving as threats, but we can turn around mm-hmm. and, and get a better handle on. So today, like I said, I'm joined by Dr. Dana Bush, my friend and also an amazing artist and jewelry designer. As a former clinical psychologist, Dana is here today to share ways we can reassess the crisis, tap into what we can do now, and find ways to move forward. So thank you again for everyone joining us today. So with that, Dana, let's, um, let me turn it over to you and um, let's get you started on this. And what are some things that we can remember to take care of and some important tips that we can do on a daily basis? And um, I'll let you go ahead and take over and share some of your insights. Sure. 
Well, first of all, welcome everyone. And uh, I, you know, I feel honored that I can use my uh, former background to hopefully assist people navigate what we're going through right now. And, you know, first and foremost, I want to remind everyone uh, just how powerful you are. I know that we're in a period right now where we feel oftentimes anything but powerful because there's a lot that uh, seems out of our control. And, and, you know, the reality is there, there's a lot that is. Um, mm -hmm. With that being said, we have the power to shift our focus to those things that we can control right now, those things that we can make mark changes in that have a tremendous impact on our daily lives and our mental, physical, and emotional outcomes right now. And, um, you know, the work that I did in medical centers uh, was really working, and this, is, this ties into what I'm going to be talking about. Uh, I really worked with chronic disease patients, so cancer, heart disease, diabetes, uh, all kinds of things in medical centers where uh, oftentimes the, the stress and the fear and the mental states that were associated with managing that condition were also, you know, leading to other detrimental components of their health. And I feel that we're in a very similar time right now where um, the, the fear and the stress and the uncertainty is another virus that we're all facing as individuals. And that um, first and foremost, uh, I think what everyone should be focusing on right now is your self-care. Uh, because the, the better that we're managing and addressing our self-care, the better we're going to be equipped to address some of the bigger issues that are you know, coming in. And, you know, given that this is a worldwide situation that no one is immune from, uh, it's, you know, it's a time where we're all being also forced to kind of look at some things that maybe we don't want to look at. And this is where we, you know, can hopefully turn that around and uh, see opportunities and transform and move forward. Um, but with, but with that being said, I think to get in the best place that we can be is a lot of really great self-care things. And, uh, several of the resources that I've provided Brenna really just talk about, uh, the physiological impact, uh, that our body undergoes when we're in a state of stress or depression or fear and uh, then kind of the downward spiral of that. And one of the beneficial things right now is that these are all things that we have control over, that even though we are in our homes, that we can do. And there, you know, none of these are going to be um, things that you don't already know about. However, it's one of the things that you can right now focus on and get control over. And I think that something that's important in uh, the situation we're in right now is to have things that can give us a sense of accomplishment, can give us a sense of self-nurturance, and um, that will improve our situation for managing this. So some of the basics that I'm going to throw out there, for example, are uh, good sleep 
habits. And we hear about this all the time. Uh, but one of the things that we know is that, um, you know, sleep has a tremendous impact on the functioning of our body, um, of our ability to uh, navigate the world emotionally and physically. And uh, one of the things that I would encourage everyone to do right now is to try and get on a real regimented scale of um, going to sleep at the same time, getting up at the same time. That is going to be ideal in terms of your body starting to get its own rhythm back and starting to regulate itself. Uh, a, a classic symptom of depression and anxiety is either oversleeping or not sleeping enough. And that is also an indicator for all of you that, um, you know, some of the emotional components might be uh, getting out of balance right now. And so I would encourage uh, that all of you look at trying to really regulate your sleep. Uh, another key one that we hear about all the time is, is exercise. And, you know, exercise, again, from a physiological standpoint and a mental health standpoint, has a tremendous ability to um, help address depression, stress, anxiety. It helps to regulate sleep. Uh, both sleep hygiene and exercise help to boost our immune system, which again is key right now. And uh, I want you all to take some of these examples, and exercise being one of them, and be realistic with yourself. I think oftentimes, we tend to think of things in very extremes where I'm not exercising now and now next week I need to be doing five hours of something. And we set ourselves up for failure and it's not that our endpoint goal isn't a good one, it's that to set up realistic, small, manageable goals mm -hmm. is going to lead to incremental success and long-term long -term sustaining change. And again, exercise is one thing right now that um, we can do. We can do in our home. Uh, most communities are still, still allowing people to get outside and walk. Um, and again, the, the fresh air and also uh, the vitamin D that you get from the sunlight is really critical right now. Uh, another one that no one's going to be surprised about either is, uh, is nutrition. And, you know, again, what we're continuing to find out and know is that the, the healthier nutrition that we put into our body, uh, the better that we're going to be able to sustain, um, you know, our immune system. We're going to be able to feed our brain. We're going to be able to better address emotional states. And, uh, again, we all still have access to grocery stores and uh, to uh, fresh nutrients and vegetables. And so, you know, again, not, not rocket science, but the beauty of all these things is, uh, we can all harness these right now and we can all start to make some of these changes in our life. Um, when it comes to, uh, addressing a lot of the stress, which the three that I just mentioned certainly all help to manage stress. Uh, is I think one of the, the key things is the importance of activities and things that keep you in the moment. So one of the things that I've shared for myself is that jewelry and 
like Brenna said, several of you listening to this, or maybe all of you are artists and, you know, art, I'm going to make the assumption is a meditative practice for all of you that when you're engaged in doing your craft, you're in your present moment, you're not in your head thinking about the future or thinking about the past. Oftentimes when we're in our head and we're in the future and the past, especially with the times we're in now, we're also in a place of fear and worry. So I would encourage you while you're at home to find things that you can do that keep you in the present moment, that keep you engaged and that keep you tapped into the here and now, because that is, you know, the reality of where we're living. That may be your art. It could be, for me, it's also working out. It could be going in your garden. It could be traditional meditation. It could be reading a book, playing a board game with your family, um, things that, again, get you present moment that also are going to start to bring down and regulate the stress in your body. When we're doing these things that we enjoy, that keep us present moment, it is also bringing your physiology down into more of a state of calm and more in a way that is reducing a lot of our toxic flight or fight hormones from running through our body. Um, mm -hmm. You know, and, uh, and Brennan, feel free to like j jump, jump in any, any time here with, with anything. Uh, Cause you know me, I'll keep, I'll keep that <laughs> out. Sure. Keep babbling. Did, did yeah. you want to jump in? I do. I'm okay. just mentally taking notes and Dana has been so gracious and um, sent me several links. Like we mentioned, I will make available for everybody. But one that comes to mind, um, besides practicing good sleep habits and establishing them, is um, learning how to be more resilient. And one of the resources that you sent me is resources for resilience and it's a website that I'll include but it's r4r.support and some of the basic things that goes through um, that they go through the different I guess types of anxiety and stress one is scared anxious of course we've all probably felt that through these last few weeks frozen shocked exhausted I know that I was in a state of like I was immobile, just didn't even know what to do. Um, angry racing thoughts. I'm sure that some of us have those because we're, we feel like we're pushed into a corner, but um, you'll have to, you all will have to take a look at that. I think that's going to be a great resource, but yep. all of those, um, all of these coping skills that you're mentioning are just really good healthy practices to make sure that we're checking in on and either establish or reestablish. So, and, yeah. And the, the resource that Brenna happened to mention, and I'll give a little bit of background. So, uh, although I am, haven't been actively practicing, I still keep my license active and I do continue to do continuing education. And as, um, I am a scientist and that I was also a researcher. Uh, and yet at the same time, I also believe in a lot of more contemporary and novel ways that we're addressing mental health that has come about by some of the science and technology of being able to do imaging and scanning to see um, changes going on in the body and in the brain 
through um, psychological interventions. Uh, and so those resources all come from a group that is the Association for Energy Psychology. And really the, the key leaders in that and the presenters and really the people that go to the conferences are all either master's or doctorate level mental health professionals or physicians. And so everything that they're doing is research-based. It's been done through clinical trials. And um, it's, uh, it's really powerful stuff. And a lot of the techniques and things that they suggest are all things that you can do on your own. Um, one of the other links that I gave Brenna is one to uh, David Feinstein and Donna Eden, who are some of the pioneers in the field of energy psychology. And um, so there's lots of resources, lots of online videos that you can also tap into to learn some of these techniques and processes um, that are oftentimes tapped into some of the ancient wisdom of our meridian system, uh, which is coming out of Chinese medicine, but also the fact that what we're, what we're understanding is that our neural pathways through our system are actually plastic and we can create new neural pathways. And uh, a lot of this research is being used, for example, to address trauma with veterans and other kind of events where we have an ingrained kind of pathway that through different ways of doing therapy, we can shift and change. So uh, I'm glad that Brenna brought up that resource and that I was able to share a bit of the background of that organization. Um, mm -hmm. So, and those are all things that, again, can, you know, help us to manage stress and balance out physiology. Uh, so the, the next ones that I'm getting into, again, uh, I don't think any of these will be uh, surprising to people. And yet I think that uh, there, if you're not doing them, they would be <laughs> well worthwhile to, 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 to heed. So one of them is to limit your exposure to the, to news and the media, especially the mainstream. And I agree, yes, that we don't want to have our heads in the sand and not be informed. And yet one of the things that we know in general about news and about TV is that, you know, most things um, have a sensationalization um, approach. Uh, there's a lot of fear-based approach to it. And um, they're basically presenting the catastrophic scenarios of everything, which all that does is serve to ramp up your stress, ramp up your fear, make you feel like you have no control, and so I would really encourage people to limit their exposure to the news, to try and find maybe um, other resources where you may get a more balanced perspective, and then identify when this is amping you up, when you're starting to get into a state um, that just isn't healthy. Uh, and again, there's lots of things that we can be spending our time doing right now that are going to be um, uh, healthier and more productive for us. Uh, mm -hmm. And kind of in terms of also limiting exposure to the news and to TV is we all have people in our life that we love that are going to continue to be in our life. And yet 
are very negative and fear producing. And I would also encourage that uh, you at this time limit your exposure to that too, because it's very easy to go down that rabbit hole and get in a conversation about uh, the fear and the stress and, and everything that's going on. And it's not a helpful or productive thing. And it keeps you in that place of feeling helpless as opposed to shifting into either a position of what do I have control over right now and what can I do? Uh, and also um, there's, you know, the other thing that Brenna had talked about in her introduction is how do I even take it a step further and shift and be able to start to see some of the opportunities and silver linings as much as that may sound crazy. Um, those do exist if we mm -hmm. broaden our lens enough to to look into that, which I I think that will probably go into a <laughs> another you know another conversation um, beyond beyond this. Uh, but um, what if if some of this too is already sounding like oh my gosh I need to look at my sleep and my exercise and my nutrition and my this and my that. This is a time of being gentle with yourself. I think that you know we all tend to be very hard driven with you know oftentimes unrealistic unrealistic expectations and it's good to have goals and yet if we have too many of them going on all at once that are big and lofty the likelihood of not achieving them is great and then all that does is set out to make us feel defeated so you know, in listening to this, I would say that, you know, pick, you know, maybe you don't even pick all of them. Maybe you say, okay, it's realistic for me to try and regulate my sleep. And therefore that is going to be my goal for the next handful of days. And, you know, and, you know, make things realistic because the more you're able to have successful achievements and see that you can make changes and that you are powerful um, the more that that's going to continue to be a pattern. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. That's a really good tip because we, we do know that we need to work on these things and, you know, we all understand that a better, a better diet and exercise. Um, but as I think one day this week we were visiting together and I was just happy that I got my kitchen floor sweeped you know, yes. <laughs> and, um, that, that was a good day to me. And, um, also just spending time with, with family and making sure that the house is being kept up. It's, um, you know, focusing some on some of these good things and making sure that, you know, there's, there's a balance and it, it is more challenging bringing everything home because we have all of these other people's stuff and lives orbiting around ours and making space for each other. We're just going to have to be, you know, patient. And I think one thing, another good thing to touch on today, just a little bit would be on creating some gentle, as you're saying, gentle and reasonable boundaries where, um, Maybe we use that in in a sense of creating a simple to follow but flexible schedule. 
where, um, you know, pick, pick three things, maybe make like a quote unquote menu of things to do um, so that you don't overburden yourself with thinking you have to do everything each day where, you know, maybe set a goal to exercise three times in a week, um, set a goal to get into bed and asleep by, you know, 10, 10 30, those kind of things. But also, um, realizing that we have to balance these expectations if we live with other people, say in a family, or we're even responsible for taking care of extended family, you know, parents and grandparents. Do you have some suggestions on, you know, good ways to do that? Um, I, uh, I will, um, and Brenny, you may be able to chime in with that too. And I will certainly throw some out there. I will, um, disclose to everyone that, uh, uh, I, I live alone. Um, I have no pets. I have no children. Uh, I, I don't have a boyfriend, but I do have this adorable mother that you all can see <laughs> pictures of her on my, on my Instagram who, uh, I, um, she doesn't live with me, but I obviously am taking care of my little nugget. Uh, I think though that I've seen some great things that I've had some friends posted because again, uh, first of all, we find ourselves in, um, a complete complete upheaval and upside down of what our family life and structure was like um, on top of the fact that so many things and how our houses have typically run in the past is now being upended. People are working at home or they don't have their jobs and their kids are now at home and they need to juggle, you know, the dynamics of all of that and the upheaval of all of that. And uh, so one of the things that I saw a friend of mine do uh, which was trying to implement some structure. So she has a little whiteboard, for example, on her door that um, when she's having a meeting or she's doing some things that she needs to take, take care of herself, she basically says, you know, mommy's not available between this time and this time. And, and you know, here's probably some of the answers to the questions you have. And, um, and I, I know that all of this sounds easier than said than done. And it depends on the age of your kids. And yet I think one thing that is ideal if you can find a way to do it is to implement a certain amount of structure. Uh, because again, you know, structure helps reduce stress and it helps reduce chaos. And, and that it's also important that, you know, you also have time and space to yourself to do some of these self-care things or how you come together um, as a family. Uh, I know that I've seen um, friends with their children where they've done Zoom play dates with, you know, um, their kids and their friends' kids, or they have, you know, there's a lot of um, resources for activities. And I know that that might not uh, obviously be the ideal, but I think that to look at, are there some realistic things that can be, you know, implemented in the house that helps to like make it a more successful environment, make it a more healthy environment, given how crazy things are. Um, and I certainly welcome anyone who is, uh, who's listening to write in right now. I mean, this might be a, a, a time where, um, some of you listening have some great suggestions simply because you are in this situation yourself. And, um, Brenna, I know that you know, you have children, you have a husband who still is traveling for work. Mm -hmm. um, so, 
you may have some sage wisdom to offer right now as well. Right. It's, um, it's taken me some time, but I have kind of laid out. Oh, and on top of this, <laughs> on top of this, we adopted a new dog. So, um, we and, a, think- and two cats, right? Didn't you bring some cats <laughs> into the mix too? Yeah, we have one cat who's sort of a survivor of our original pack. Um, and then we, uh, I felt so bad knowing that our children were going to be, we're going to be cloistered under this, um, under the quarantine that, um, we said, okay, all right, let's look into getting a dog. And then my other daughter wanted a fluffy kitten. So we said, okay, you can get a fluffy kitten and the poor things just lives under the bed for now. It's so terrifying, but we're looking forward to the day it comes out and joins the family. But yeah, so um, making making a routine where, you know, I get up in the morning, I walk out in the backyard with the new dog with my coffee, and um, then I have like an hour and a half, two hours quiet time, and I've kind of carved that out, and I tell whoever's home, I said, I'm going to do this for about an hour and a half, and if you wouldn't mind walking Maddie, the dog, and then, you know, do then after that it's kind of open you know lunchtime happens so um the day actually moves pretty quickly and i feel like if i can have that little bit of structure in the morning feels so much better because i'm used to having that quiet time all by myself in the morning but now i don't really have it and i am forcing myself to sleep later i used to be a really early riser um, just to kind of get a jump on the day. And I've, I'm forcing myself to adapt to, you know, sometimes having people around when I have, when I want to have that time or still figuring it out. So, um, and for families who still have school age children, I, I really empathize with you. I know that that's really difficult, but I think it might be a little easier to get on a schedule because there are still assignments that are due. So it's just nuts. And we're having to, um, we're having to adjust to, you know, different expectations and changes so rapidly on a daily basis that the more you can kind of go with the flow as we all practice, you know, health healthy habits and staying safe the easier we're going to get through this and just like dana said the more you can you know instill these practices so that your your mind doesn't jump to a panic state right away that you can kind of calm down and see things clearly the easier it's going to be to get through and we'll come through this on the other side with some really great built-in habits that we can you know move ahead with yeah Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And um, two of the two of the videos that I sent Brenna that also are in the links are by a gentleman named Greg Braden. And that's Greg with two G's, G-R-E-G-G Braden. And he is both um, a tremendous scientist, but again, is also blending that with more of a... Um, I, I, spiritual isn't necessarily the right word, but it's coming to mind. Uh, he really is, um, 
Well, I can't even just I can't even describe it. So I, I won't even try and do that. But uh, I first came across him through uh, an organization called Gaia, G-A-I-A. And uh, they uh, have a tremendous uh, depth of videos um, around a whole bunch of different subjects. Uh, their presenters are all deeply based in traditional education and science, but they're exploring lots of novel things. And um, this morning I was listening to um, the, one of the most recent interviews that Greg Braden had with um, something called London Real. And it's a gentleman who has a, um, an, a kind of like a interview kind of show out of London. And I would encourage that as um, that and the other Greg Braden one will be great to listen to because I one of the things I respect about him is, first of all, he's really calming. Like, this is a guy that could pretty much say anything. You'd be like, oh. <laughs> and he, and the way, and I think the the language that he uses and how he presents things um, really, I think, help some of what is kind of scary and uncertain right now. It helps it be more digestible and helps you to feel more empowered and so he gets into, obviously, some of the basics I talked about with self-care. Um, but one of the interesting things that he brought up today, which is, again, taking another dive off of some of the things we've spoken about, is really looking at, um, you know, our world is going through its own kind of grief process of, you know, all of a sudden, everything that we've really known about our lives has shifted on a dime and he likens it to, um, a, a very well-known, uh, woman in the field of psychology who developed what's called the stages of grief. Um, uh, Kubler Ross is her last name. Uh, but I think that, um, he, uh, gets into a lot of great things to like explore food for thought. Um, because I think, something that's that is part of the challenge right now is that uh you know there are things that we haven't really wanted to look at in our lives and um and now we kind of have no choice and mm -hmm. it's and it's happening at a time where we're already feeling overwhelmed and stressed and this is um really kind of what Brenna and I have alluded to a little bit of the gift how do i tap into the gift how do i tap into um, the opportunity to transform areas in my life. Um, how do I use this as a chance to take a deep look? Uh, because let's face it, our culture for a long time has not promoted that, has not encouraged it. And we've been able to uh, really kind of circumvent it and continue to move forward. Uh, and so um, it's, uh, it's an opportunity and as, as uh, Greg Braden presents it, you know, an invitation. And, you know, we all have been extended what what seems like a shitty invitation, but uh, can, 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 can be transformed into some really, ama you know, amazing things. Because at the end of the day, we are powerful. Um, we are the common denominator in everything that goes on in our life. We are the only um, the only person that can uh, react and respond to everything that comes into our world, 
And yes, um, we are constantly um, being faced, especially now, with things and situations that we don't like, that we don't think are fair, that we don't agree with. And yet where our power lies is how are we going to react and respond? What are we going to do with this? How do the choices we make fit into the alignment of our values and where we want our life to be? Mm -hmm. And um, so uh, this is this is a time where uh, we <laughs> we have, I guess, what I'll encourage all of us to look at is 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 the gift. And that's, you know. Um, a place where hopefully we can shift to. Uh, um, and, and part of that is just getting that good foundation right now of self-care, getting grounded, getting yourself in as much of a state of calm as you can, and looking at day-to-day -day things that you can do right now that are moving you in a positive direction. I love that. That's... Um... And this is a this is a good place for us to start to close and also set another invitation for um, an upcoming another live podcast and we'll get the we'll get the kinks ironed out next time. Um, but but yeah, I think that's that's a great direction to go in and build on you know the self care tips and strategies that you shared today, but also kind of open up the possibility of, of us all exploring, you know, where we are and where we want to go with, um, with some of this information and, you know, um, get through this, like we've been saying, more powerful on the other side and also acknowledge and celebrate that power in a really intelligent way. So once again, I will, um, I will create a, a page for this and um, probably a PDF. I think, I think I have, I think I have the understanding to do that. Um, I'll be happy to do that and um, actually include it in a couple different forms. So if people want it in a Google doc or a PDF, I can certainly create those links and um, tell us the name of last Greg's last name again. Yeah, it's Braden, B-R-A-D-E-N. Okay. Um, he has a website. He's on Gaia. He's on YouTube. And the, the talk that I was referencing today just came out, and it's um, by a gentleman who is, it's, his website is London, L-O-N-D-O-N, real, R-E-E-L. Mm -hmm. And um, and then I also sent Brenna one that um, that Greg Braden did recently uh, about a week before that. And both of these are also specific to the the COVID-19 in terms of he's focused those two talks in particular with um, addressing what's going on now. Uh, and um, another uh, another organization uh, that he highly recommends that I also uh, would be something to, to tap into. And Brenna, you can put this on a link is a, is an organization that's been around for a long time called HeartMath, H-E-A-R-T-M-A-T-H. And HeartMath is, um, it's basically taking emotional states and our understanding of physiology and helping people learn how to regulate that. Uh, so that's kind of it in a nutshell, but I'd encourage people to go look at that again 
it's another resource that uh, is available uh, that can be accessed from your home uh, to help navigate uh, these times and becoming more aware of our physiological states that are connected to our emotional states and um, and how to navigate that right mm-hmm. now. Great. That's wonderful. Well, thank you to everybody who's joining us live. I really appreciate it. I see um, several people have joined us, a good handful. And as we continue and um, continue this series, I, I look forward to um, visiting and having others join. If you have questions that you want to address to Dana, Dana, where can, would you be open to people emailing you? Sure. Um, I would, that would not be a problem at all. Um, so it's, uh, Dana Bush designs at gmail.com. Okay. Um, also I'm happy to receive those, um, via my, um, my Instagram, Brenna is definitely more skilled on Instagram than I am, which is I've kind of shared photos of these wonderful podcasts, but uh, you can certainly reach out to me on my Instagram uh, or my Facebook, which is also Dana Bush Designs. And, uh, you know, the other, you know, the thing is, is I'm confident that we're going to get through this, that we're going to move through this um, and that uh, we all um we all can, are going to come together and help each other in ways that uh, are going to get us to the other side and take us to a better place. Yes, that's wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Dana. We really appreciate your your thank expertise. You. Yes. And um, don't be a stranger, everybody. Let's connect and stay connected. And you can watch my Instagram feed for future podcasts with Dana. We'll see. We're thinking about maybe making it a weekly thing. Well, we'll see. Um, But I really enjoyed this. Thank you so much, Dana. And you're welcome, um, everybody. Thank you again. And this will be available as a podcast on my Jewelry Navigator podcast as well. So I'll provide all of that in the link in my Instagram as well as on on my website, jewelrynavigator.com. So, um, Thank you so much, Dana, and I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Thanks so much, Brenna. And um, everyone be well, be safe. We're going to get through this, okay? Absolutely. Stay safe. Thanks, Dana. Have a great day. Okay, you too. Bye. Bye. I hope you gained some insight and learned some valuable coping skills on what you can do to get through this crisis with, um, you know, everything going on, this has given us an opportunity, a challenging one, but an opportunity to slow down, take a closer look at our lives, where we're going and what we're doing with them. So I invite you to join us for future conversations. I'm not sure when we have the next one planned, but we're thinking we might do this as a weekly thing on top of the regular um, jewelry podcast, or maybe I'll do this in lieu during And while we get through this Corona COVID-19 crisis, if you'd like to be included in an email list to be notified of when these episodes are coming up, email me at Brenna at JewelryNavigator.com. I'm happy to include you in on a list or if you have any questions. And like I mentioned, and we mentioned through the podcast, there will be a coordinating post with these resources that we mentioned in the podcast. 
I'm getting ready to go outside for a walk. It's a gorgeous day. So I'm going to put the microphone down and those resources may not be ready until this evening, but make sure you check back and I will have those ready. They'll be on my website on jewelrynavigator.com. They'll be on the front page. So until next time, cross check your sparkling hands. (laughs) Make sure you keep clean. Don't touch your face. Make wise choices. Keep yourself and your loved ones healthy. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye.